Let's check in with Vaughn Palmer, the Vancouver Suns. Vaughn Palmer here with his view from Victoria. Good morning to you. Good morning to you, Jill. And I would just ask the listener to give us a list of movies that are historically accurate. Because yeah. I read a lot of history and most of them have things wrong with them. So, uh, yeah, yeah, there and it's, you go. It's um, not a documentary. Uh, you know, I, Star Wars, yeah, sure, right? <laughs> <laughs> the, the way to make a really historically accurate film is to go out and... Uh, completely set it in a fantasy world. But look, that doesn't make light of the concern. Uh, Gone with the Wind has been an area of concern for a long time. Uh, Some film historians think Birth of the Nation is one of the most important historic in terms of filmmaking. It is also an appalling apologia for the Ku Klux Klan. So, uh, you know, it's it's been a, it's been a problem with movie making for a long time and I think that's why we get people doing remakes and trying to set the record straight and maybe that's where uh, that's where you go with it. Mhm. Do you have a, a favorite long running TV show? Um, I was wondering, I heard your, the, the listener who said uh, Star Trek, which certainly in all of its iterations goes back to the 60s. Um, Saturday Night Live has been mm-hmm. continuous since what, 1974, 75? Yeah. I guess there probably are public affairs shows and soap operas that have run longer, but I would wonder if that isn't uh, at least on the short list of long-running TV shows. And uh as you know, started by a Canadian, Lauren Michaels. So uh, it's uh, it's a imper- pretty important show, and it's given an awful lot of people a start to their uh, comedy careers, as you know. Mm-hmm. All right. <laughs> Let's talk about Dr. Bonnie Henry. She yes. is a little disappointed. Yeah, she is. Look, uh, Dr. Henry and Adrian Dix, the health minister, last week put out a statement and were very clear that there is an order in place regarding mass public gatherings and it is limited to 50 people for a reason because it's very high risk to gather even outdoors in those numbers. And they suggested that if people were going to be holding demonstrations, anti-racism demonstrations, um, they should be mindful of that order and think of creative ways to protest without gathering in large numbers. And they said, you know, uh, smaller groups uh, spread out at different places, uh, a whole bunch of protests staged in different places, all of those could make the point. The They were very clear They repeated it several times. The order was there, and the organizers of the weekend protest didn't listen. They went ahead. You saw the size of the crowds. Yes, some people were masked. Yes, some people physically distanced, but many did not, and she disappointed. And she disappointed, I mean, partly because they didn't listen to her and didn't listen to Adrian Dix, but she's mainly disappointed because it really is a high risk activity to gather in large numbers like that. She said the people who went should be aware that they may have put the very people they are trying to protect at risk because indigenous people are more vulnerable. In some cases, we know racial minorities are more vulnerable. And she said, monitor yourself for symptoms. If you have symptoms, get yourself tested, check in with your public health officer, because there's a real risk. And yeah, she's disappointed that they didn't listen to her directive. And we'll have to wait and see the incubation and see if there is uh, some fallout from that. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Look, fingers crossed, and and hers are, right? We know the the case numbers in B.C. are low and, and declining. 
We have a fairly small number of active cases, but there may be out there undetected. And, of course, the example, and I know you're carrying it on the news today, she gave an example. And this is a family gathering in Fraser Health recently. Someone showed up at the gathering with undetected symptoms, and there were 30 people there, and now 15 of them have tested positive for COVID-19. That's just how quick it can spread. We have also the Langley Lodge care home. Uh, One staffer with undetected symptoms got in there. Now, the people in that care home are very vulnerable. I think we have, what, 23 people dead now in there. So, yeah, she said this isn't isn't an idle warning uh, from the uh, public health officials. Uh, officials around the world are aware of this. Uh, She said, Jill, she was on a conference call with colleagues around the world, and they're all concerned about these rallies. Uh, They're concerned about the ones in the United States. And, you know, what can you say? The authorities here certainly decided not to enforce the order, and they concluded that trying to enforce the order probably would lead to confrontation. They're probably right about that. But it is interesting that, you know, at a time when many, many people in British Columbia have respected um, these orders and her directions and advice and people have lost their jobs and businesses have shut down and people are facing bankruptcy and people can't visit their aged parents in care homes, these protesters went ahead in defiance of her order and she's concerned. You're right, in two weeks, that's an incubation period. We get a spike of cases. She hopes that won't happen. I hope that too. Uh, She also talked about uh, unconfirmed reports, but it does look like the border closure will be extended. Yeah, I think so. Uh, She was asked about that, and Adrian Dix was asked about that this week too. And they they both said, look, the family uh, reunification thing is understandable. if it's managed and keeping in mind that the family members that reunite that come back to Canada still have to isolate themselves for two weeks. So it's not like that's being waived. Uh, Yes, but she said other than that, very concerned. Again, she picked this up on on her conference call early yesterday. Uh, Big concern in the United States. Uh, Dix mentioned it as well. Our neighbors on the West Coast, Oregon, Washington, California, are all seeing a rise in cases. Arizona, and lots of British Columbians have a connection to Arizona because that's where they go in the wintertime. Uh, They have friends and family down there in some cases. Arizona's got a rise in cases. Dr. Henry mentioned one of the real tragedies that's emerging in Arizona, Navajo Nation. Uh, They have a real problem now with cases that's gotten into their community. It's very hard, as she says. Once it gets in, she said this many times, there's nothing I can do, really, she says. You know, one, you're going to get it. If you've, if you've been exposed, you can get it. I can't stop it. All we can do is, is manage your, try to manage your symptoms and hope for the best. If you're younger, uh, the chances are pretty good for you. If you're older or have pre-existing conditions, they can be very bad. All right, uh, Vaughn, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much, and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye-bye, Joe. That is Vaughn Palmer with the Vancouver Sun, his view from Victoria.